0: Can you believe it's already September and we are in the last four months of the year? I'm sure a lot of you are ready and happy to see this year end, but don't get too far ahead of yourself. We still have some things to take care of in September, and I think you might find the energy is so much lighter and so much less intense in some ways than it was in the previous part of this year. So let's take a look at the September Energy Report, which is the topic of this week's podcast. Well, here we are in the ninth month of the year. Are you tired of the drama yet? If we had not imagined what being a warrior for the light entailed, we are certainly getting an education about it now. From watching the absolute tyranny that's happening in certain parts of the world to the imposition of restrictions that we thought we would never see happening in the world again after their disastrous consequences 80 years ago, we are certainly living in epic times. Make no mistake, this is the battle between the dark and the light, between good and evil, between the 3D paradigm of domination, control, competition, separation, and tyranny, and the 5D paradigm of connection, collaboration, cooperation, creativity, and community. It has been quite the roller coaster ride, and it's not over yet, but we are approaching a point of transition, and it's happening this month. And we're coming full circle from 2012 and prior to that to 2003, which were also five vibration years. Let me explain. September has a double five vibration. We're in a five year. If you add the numbers 2, 1, E, 21, 2 plus 2 plus 1, you get a five. And you add nine, the month of September to that, you get 14 and four and one is five. We've also had this double five vibration happening in our previous five year, 2012, and the one before that, 2003. What happened in those years, especially in 2012? We thought the world was going to end. The Mayan prophecy was going to happen, and we'd all be taken away to a much happier, easier, and lighter place. Well, that didn't happen, and in its place, we've had... Lately, two years of absolute tyranny and a state of dystopia, we thought was just a fictitious narrative written by George Orwell. Little did we know that that was actually a playbook. In September, we arrive at the midpoint of the energetic cycle that began over 18 months ago. Now, don't look at the number of months here. Think of the energy. Five is the midpoint of the number line, where zero to five is the beginning of the journey and six to ten is the end. What did we not know that we learned from 0 to 5 that we know now? How will we use this information after we pass the midpoint threshold, which is happening this month? That's the theme of September, Achieving the Threshold, Resolution, Restitution, and Retribution. And I'll explain those in a minute. But first, I wanted to review the energy themes of 2021, which I wrote in each month's energy report, just to get an idea of how far we've come. January 2021 opened with the rare and historic Saturn-Jupiter conjunction entry into Aquarius that happened on December 21st this energy signature will be with us all year and is going to move us out of the heavy earth energy of capricorn into the air energy of aquarius but that was coupled with the very strong saturn uranus square that set the stage for the year january was all about setting up the options and choices and not making decisions the year of intentional creation and energetic sovereignty began February 2021 was a mirror of February 1962, which had the same Sun, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn in Aquarius at nearly the same degrees they are today. February's themes included Using the Past Effectively and Transcension, which is the 4D bridge in the ascendant Integration from 3D to 5D. March themes included motivation, mastery, miracles, movement, and manifestation. This is the actual beginning of our solar year the spring equinox. And that was also an eight month, eight symbolizes infinity in this energy cycle. April 2021 themes were action, alignment, and renewal. And it was a month to start using our miracle creation power as well as align with the energy we want in our life. We also had some really unusual energy patterns and lots of support in April. May's themes were miracle, mayhem and mastery. And a key aspect was how we put our lessons to work by knowing when we're finished healing. So the message in May was it's time to put your healing work into action and step out in style. June 2021 themes were resets, upsets, reversals, and resurgent, and especially learning to use the experiences of the past effectively to make more informed and wise choices in the present. June was also a mixed bag of energy, and I wrote about in the June Energy Report, that was going to lead us into the coming chaos. And in July, the Energy Report said, if we expected the density of 3D to give into the light without a fight, we are seeing that this transition is not going to be made of the sweetness and light that we thought it would. Who would have thought that? And then the wild ride began. We had the themes of rigor, resolution, and reorientation, as well as the beginning of the Alpha Omega Freedom Portal on July 23rd with the full moon in Aquarius. Here's what I wrote in the July Energy Report. This month's themes are rigor, resolution, and reorientation, and we're going to apply them to our forward movement. So we are moving in a forward direction with clarity, confidence, and congruence, and without the questions about our worthiness or need for approval, acknowledgement, and validation. Rigor refers to the discipline to stay on our ascension path and follow the call of our soul mission for divine congruence, joy, and harmonious fulfillment. Resolution refers to the true aim of healing, completion and closure with the finality of knowing that our truth always leads us in the right and best direction. Every relationship is not destined to lead to joyful fulfillment and endings are always a consideration. And then reorientation refers to our ability to plot a new course for joy as we use acceptance to maintain our energetic integrity. The need for security and stability can keep us mired in the ruts of fear when we realize that we can make course corrections without regret, guilt, or shame. And then in August 2021, we had the themes of energetic sovereignty, venerability, eminence, and majesty, We had the 8-8 Lionsgate portal on August 8th, which also came with a brilliant new moon at that midpoint at the Alpha Omega Freedom portal. And then we had the August 22nd full moon, the second full moon in Aquarius at the end, which signified the closure of this portal. And that leads us into September, the transition point. So the reason that I covered all of this year's energy themes is to show you how far we've come and what we've accomplished and how many brilliant and powerful and yet difficult lessons we've learned so far this year. And I know you've all got the question, so where do we go from here? Well, it has been quite an eventful year full of promised potential and powerful energies. So why are we where we are and why isn't this chaos and drama finished? Why isn't it over with yet? Well, if that's what you're wondering, you're probably thinking that we've all done something terribly wrong or we've messed up in some way because we're not there yet. And that's just not true. There is a big energy gap between setting an intention and seeing an outcome, and we can't just set an intention for this to be over. We have a lot to process, to learn, to reset, review, release, and the choices to reject, restore, or rebuild. And as far as this intention and outcome statement I just made, get out your cookbook because you want to cook something fancy for dinner, and you look at the picture in the cookbook, And you don't immediately look on the counter and there's your meal unless you're ordering takeout. And even then you still have to make the call and either go pick it up or get it delivered. So there's still a process. We can't forget in all of this, even with setting an intention that there is a process and the process will be followed. And the process will move in its predetermined way in order. And we don't get to jump around and hop around and hope that everything was over simply because we're just tired of it all. So these are September's energy themes. The choice to reject, restore, or rebuild is really what we have to look at now. And with a special emphasis on reject. So reject just means to throw it back, looking at something and making a dispassionate decision as to whether or not something is right for us in this moment without all the emotions and the drama and everything else that can accompany this kind of decision and especially the guilt and shame. Do we reject it? Do we restore it or we just tear it all down and rebuild it? That's what we need to look at this month. And let's add reconsider to the mix, too, because we always have the option to change our minds, choose another path and explore other potentials. Now, we're dealing with energy at the 5D level, which impacts the collective of humanity. But before you think I'm going to talk about our collective responsibility, intention and the good we're going to do, First, I'm gonna talk about where we are now. And I'm talking about being energetically exhausted, emotionally drained, physically tired, and mentally comatose. This is a lot of work, and I won't deny that. You hear me say that a lot. It is a lot of work, and we've been working hard for a long time. We're tired, we're frustrated, we're angry, and we're reaching that point where one more thing becomes that final straw. If that's how you're feeling, you're definitely not alone. So September gives us some relief and also a break because the Ascension Cycle is a relay race, not a marathon. Look around you and see how many people are rising to the occasion, are speaking out, are not letting a few people with a dark agenda dictate their lives without pushing back. We have a strong and bold group of truth-tellers who are willing to put their reputation and even their lives on the line to speak up. Celebrate these small victories that happen every day and better yet, join their ranks and don't be afraid to speak your own truth to be that life that you know you are. We are making progress but we are still in the relay race and as we enter September, I want to remind you of the energy themes of August, venerable, majestic, and eminence. If you're entering September feeling a little tattered, tired, and tossed, you'll have some time to clean up as you're moving forward. This isn't the month to sit on the sidelines because you're too tired to participate though. It's time to forge ahead and make course corrections on the fly. So rather than taking a leisurely meal in the restaurant Order at the drive-in window and eat in the car as you're rolling down the road. September features a rare event with all the outer planets retrograde and Mercury retro shadow starting on September 7th and in full retro during the final week of the month. And we have a retro mirror happening too, something else that's unusual, as Venus covers the the end-of-the-month Mercury retro degrees until September 7th. Another interesting energy signature in September is all the outer planets, except Uranus, are in the final three signs, 10, 11, and 12, and they are all retrograde. And the inner planets are focused on the midpoint signs, 6, 7, and 8, and they're all direct. They're supporting the September transition energy, which in ascension speak we also call transcension. The future depends on the choices and decisions that we make in the present, but the past and present are equally important and they must exist in balance and mutual harmony for us to move forward with wisdom, clarity, and confidence. There's only one source of wisdom and that's experience. So what happened to the early signs, 1, 2, and 3, and maybe 4 and 5? I'm talking about the zodiac here. Well, we're past that point. We're using the experience of the past to create the next steps. That's why I use the first part of this month's energy report to look back at what we've covered so far this year, because it's so easy to overlook our progress when we think we haven't made any progress, or nothing's changed because it appears that nothing has changed. Revealing what the light uncovers to people who've been in the dark for a long time requires patience. People can't see what they don't know exists. Let me share a little story with you here because it it fully illustrates how our perception determines what we see in in our reality. So if you had a reading with me at some point in my early days, 2005, 2006, or even like 2007, I sent you a cassette tape. Yes, I would record them and I would use cassette tapes because that's what we used back then. There wasn't any online recording system, it didn't exist yet. So every Friday I would go to the post office and I would mail my cassettes. Well, the flap on the back didn't always stick completely so I would always put a little piece of tape on the back just to make sure that the envelope stayed closed so my clients didn't lose their tape. So I go to the post office and I get there and I I had a bag full of packages to mail and I start taking the first few out, I realize, oh, I forgot to put the little piece of tape. So I look at the man behind the counter, the the mail clerk who was getting ready to, you know, to weigh my packages and to stamp them. And I said, I forgot to put a little piece of tape. Sometimes it it comes open. I don't want what's in this to to come out. Could I please use this tape? And he said, well, ma'am, you have to buy tape. You can't use this one. But it was right in front of me literally six inches from my hand so i said okay fine show me where the tape is so he just points me around the corner so i go around the corner i look over everywhere i don't see any tape so i come back and i tell him there's no tape i don't see any tape so he points me around the corner again and he says it's under the sign that says shipping supplies So I go back around the corner, I look, I don't see any signs of the shipping supplies, and I don't see any tape. So I come back around the corner again, and I said, look, I really need to get back to work. I was still working at the time, and I need to get this done. Can I just please use a little bit of tape? I've only got like a dozen or so envelopes to do. I'll just use a little piece. I just want to make sure this doesn't come open. And he goes, ma'am, I can't let you use our tape but I'll take you back to the wall. So he takes me back where I'd already been twice. And remember, I'm annoyed I don't want to buy tape because he's got tape right there. And I had tape at home, I don't need extra tape. And it was right in front of me, literally six inches from my hand is an entire roll of tape in a dispenser. So I told him, can I just please use this one? He goes, I'll take you back there. So he heaves a big sigh, pulls himself off of his stool he was sitting on, comes out of the little door And walks back and what do I see a massive sign probably two foot by three foot that says shipping supplies in big black letters on a white background and I see rolls and rolls of tape how did I not see them before well number one I didn't want to buy his tape I had tape at home I didn't need to buy more tape plus the tape was expensive it was like seven dollars a roll and i was really annoyed that he was not letting me just use the tape that was right there in front of me it wouldn't have hurt at all i was going to pay for the shipping so that's included in the shipping so why didn't i see the tape the sign and everything else that he told me was around the corner when i went there twice before because perception determines what we see in our reality and our preconceived perception of I don't want to do this. I'm not looking at this. You know, what, what can I not see? What do I not know about? What am I not aware of yet? All of those things together contribute to what we perceive in our reality and how we see our reality. As I said, we can't show someone else something that they don't even know exists, which is why some of this process seems to be taking such a long time because we really are inducting people into new realities that they don't even know exist. How many of you knew anything about self-empowerment when you were growing up? How many of you knew anything about self-awareness or your intuition or the frequency and vibration that we're studying? To share a sad story with you, I remember back in the 1970s, the early, it must have been about 1972, I think, I liked a boy in school and he was my age. I think I was, I don't know, like 15 or something. I, we were, you know, young. And of course, I really liked him and, you know, we'd spent time together, we'd ride our bicycles together and things like that. His mother was divorced. She had remarried to a man that I knew he didn't like and he didn't get along with very well. And then one day his mother came to my house to tell me that he had died in some freak accident with his stepfather and that was it it was done the whole thing didn't make sense to me it just it just didn't make any sense i couldn't understand the story that she told me about how he died and that there was something else to this story so this is 1972 and then Many years after that, and one of the things I do is mediumship, and he came to me and talked to me about how he had died and how it had been, his stepfather had actually beaten him to death. Now, if today somebody talked to me about fear of a parent and that there was some violence going on, I would immediately know, oh, that's child abuse, and I would report it but back in 1972 people didn't really talk about child abuse they didn't talk about domestic violence they didn't talk about a lot of things that we know a great deal about today so even though i felt very uncomfortable about the story that his mother told i felt very uncomfortable about the relationship that this young man had with his stepfather that was extremely uncomfortable and he was afraid of the of the man and didn't get along with him at all I didn't have the words to call it what it was, and I really didn't know about it. I'd never heard of something called child abuse. When we are trying to explain concepts to people like self-awareness, like energetic sovereignty, like being venerable, like eminence, like being in control of their energy, It helps if they know something about it. But very often we're talking about people who don't know anything about these topics. So we have to be aware that we are educating them on a lot of different levels and providing information to them In many times that they don't have a foundation for in their lives already. So processing it takes a little bit more time and is a little bit more involved than we think. In September, we do get to forge ahead, but with balance, achieving that midpoint between our usual all-or-nothing mentality, which I see so often in clients. We believe it's all happening or nothing is happening, and yet the truth is always at the fulcrum, in the middle, at that midpoint where everything is balanced. Where are you making all-or-nothing choices in your life, and what happens when you move that process to the middle? Our September energy points happen at the new moon of September 7th in Virgo and the full moon on September 20th at 28 Pisces, right before the autumn equinox on September 22nd. Then the new moon is at the midpoint, as we had in August, and the full moon is at the final degree of the zodiac, which is the end of the journey. Now, before you get too excited, remember that the September new and full moons always fall, on the Virgo Pisces axis highlighting that journey from learning to understanding from ignorance to wisdom and from questioning our mastery to claiming our mastery we still have the big 2021 theme of energetic sovereignty happening and that includes the ongoing Saturn Uranus square which has taken a bit of a rest and it's a little bit less active now as Saturn continues its retro back to where it first went head-to-head with Uranus in February 2021. That's a big theme this month too. We have the anniversary of that February 2021 Saturn Uranus square. Now don't make any mistake, we have won the battles and most of the war. How do we know? How much fear is being pushed relentlessly towards us? As i Posted on Facebook today, if they were winning, there would be no need to push the fear narrative so hard. Think about it. Think logically. Think critically. And as we enter the final third of the year, try to avoid looking for the end of the journey. I know so many of you say you want to go home. Well, you are home. This is it. We're here to create heaven on earth. Think about what that means and start creating your version of heaven wherever you are. The difference between misery and miracles is one intention for transformation. Get ready for another busy eventful month, but this one is different because we've learned so much. Review what you've learned all, the, uh, all year. Go back and read all my energy reports with the links below. And you'll find that once you start seeing what you learned during this time, it's a lot easier and the road ahead seems a lot shorter and a lot easier to navigate get ready for another busy eventful and at times painful and rather chaotic month but we know we're all in this journey together and there are far more in the light than there are in the dark and the light always overtakes the dark and it always makes the dark irrelevant. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away as is your rich, happy, and successful life join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.